Welcome to the Dealing with Goliath podcast. The mission of Dealing with Goliath is to sharpen the psychological edge in business leaders with skin in the game who want to be more effective under pressure, uncover hidden value, and increase profitability. With expert guests across the business spectrum, we deliver gems of insight and wisdom, delving into their methods thinking, and approach to business, life, and problem solving. This is the double espresso shot episode through our short interview format where we're quick and concise with five questions in just nine minutes. I'm your host, Al McBride. My guest today is John Peck. Now, John is the director of Coaching Into Results. He's traveled extensively in Europe and Asia to deliver a message of transformation that breaks disempowering paradigms to shift to empowering paradigms. John is also a certified NLP trainer and master practitioner, as well as a results coach. He was mentored by Bob Proctor in 2012 and became a PGI consultant with Bob. John brings together mindset and spirit set that sets people free. Like Bob, he believes there's a universal laws to be discovered that bring success as sure as the sun rises and sets each day. Now, <laughs> if, you, if you read into his bio, he has some fabulous childhood uh, business stories. One in particular is when John and his brother started their own live bait business at nine years old. They found jobs in neighboring farms, mowed lawns, raked leaves and collected roadside soda bottles to save the environment. And they made money and bought their own clothes while learning about the value of work, business and money. His interest in languages also led him to complete his master's degree in applied linguistics with Stellenbosch University in South Africa. Now, on a personal note, I've known John for at least a year now at this stage, and his contributions and insights into our group discussions are always of huge value, and he's very generous with his knowledge. So I'm hoping he'll be very generous with his knowledge today. So welcome, John. Good to have you on the show. Great to be here, Al. Thanks for having me. Not at all, not at all. Where are you joining us from today? Today, I am in Hong Kong. I You're live here in now. Hong Kong. Fantastic. We're, we're world's part. <laughs> I'm back here yes. in Dublin. So uh, good to have you on the show. Look, we will dive straight in. So who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge that they face? My ideal client are, are business owners who uh, have a business between uh, 5 to 10 million uh, US revenue a year. And their challenge is basically getting their sales teams on target and um, helping them to move along, um, basically getting clients. Right. That, uh, getting the old sales teams on target is, is a classic problem for business owners, <laughs> right? So what are the common mistakes that a lot of these, these business owners make when they're trying to solve that problem by getting the sales team up to scratch? Problem is is twofold. Um, one is the the business owner is, is not communicating with the business manager who is uh, running the team. You know the sales manager, and not communicating with the teams. So it's basically top down management where they say, "Okay, here's our goal," but they don't take time to learn. Well, what do these people I'm employing, what do they really want? You know, what, uh, what makes them tick? How, how would they um, 
improve more if I could communicate and find out what they really want. So basically, it's conscious leadership where there's communication going on with the team. Uh, so that's one of the common mistakes that they make. They don't, uh, they don't communicate. Uh, and then a second common mistake is on the team level and the t- team manager level, and it's called procrastination. <laughs> <laughs> so are they avoiding difficult difficult conversations or what are they procrastinating from? It could be difficult conversations. It could be simply making that follow-up call as well. That's so easy to do, but they, they just don't do it. They put it off to another day. Um, and it could be thinking that they're supposed to be in the office until 12. Some, some salespeople actually think that. So you have to look busy in the office until 12 when really they should be out face-to-face with a client. Right. Not today. Today is Zoom to Zoom. But, <laughs> but even still, the, the principle is there. They feel they need to be looking yeah. busy rather than getting the results, right? Okay, that's, that's very interesting. But it's, it's very interesting to say that, yeah, there's a, a lot of the communication is a, is a big it's a big issue. It's not just, it's your fault, you know, and point the finger, just do your job. It's, as you said, it's more right. uh, conscious leadership. It's a great term. It's a great term. So what is one valuable free action that your ideal client, your audience, this audience can implement that will help them with that issue? So it won't solve it, but it'll, it'll start moving them in, even looking in the right direction. Yeah. Well, it comes, uh, one of the insights comes from uh, Napoleon Hill in Think and Grow Rich, where he basically says that the opposite of procrastination is decision. Okay. Making a decision. And, you know, we, we hear a lot of coaches and webinars or seminars talk about taking action. Uh, what precedes action is decision. And generally, people don't make decisions because they're stuck. They're stuck in their mindset. So somebody will say, I only work with action takers. And people will go, yeah, I'm an action taker. But really, they're a procrastinator. And they just think that they're uh, an action taker. So, um, and they can't take the action because they're just stuck in this indecision, which becomes procrastination. Okay. Uh, and. Why do they then think that they're action takers when they're procrastinators? Is it just denial or they just cut that part off? Or? Well, it's because they live in the past. Ah. So they have taken some action in the past. They have had some success. Right. They have made some good decisions in the past. And then they're stuck in the present because of a disempowering paradigm or something that's holding them down. It's basically their auto pilot system is working right. against them and keeping them stuck in their in their previous zone and by spending that time in the past thinking about either a past victory or a past failure they're not thinking about their future so part of making a decision now this will sound strange to ears and people have to think about it right. part of making a decision is remembering my future I love that. Remembering my future. Yes, exactly. And uh, what's the difference then when someone remembers their future? What What's that advantage it gives them of clarity or insight? The clarity that that gives is that as I remember my future, 
I can then become emotionally involved in that. Absolutely. And so I become emotionally involved in that success before it happens. Now, I don't want to spend all my time in my past. I don't want to spend all my time in my future, but I do want to bring my future into my present. Right. And, and I do that by getting emotionally involved in that, saying, hey, this, this has already happened. I have made a decision. I am going to be off the charts by the end of the year, and I'm going to build a new home or something, or, or I'm going to go on a vacation with my family, or, or, or. So then they have made a decision that they're going to do it. And now that's committed decision, they're emotionally involved in it. And as they continually remember their future each day, that actually begins to reprogram the subconscious mind. The body then can take action because the body takes action as an expression of what I'm thinking in my subconscious mind. That, that's outstanding stuff. It, uh, it sounds similar to future authoring, you know, where you're being very clear about that future that that is compelling and as you said you need that i think the other mistake that you're highlighting there as you as you say is that it needs to have that emotional component otherwise it's just a nice idea but there's no real engine beneath it there's no real uh charge very exactly exactly so that's why positive thinking by itself doesn't work no and and uh um, you know, declarations by themselves don't work. Mm. Affirmations by themselves don't work. It just they just become empty words without that component of creating future memories and getting emotionally involved in them. I, I suspect they're worse as well because people lose trust with themselves because they keep breaking their own promises. Yeah, you know, so it it creates a very negative loop there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you so, got it. What is one valuable free resource that you might be able to direct people to that will help them with this issue? Um, I have what I call your mindset matters 2020. Mm. And, you know, your mindset still matters in 2020 because you want to go out with a bang and not a whimper. And so uh, you can still have, you still have time to bring your mindset together. And so that's uh, on my website and you can put the link on your um, on your page and oh, it'll, it'll, do be, that for me. it'll be beneath all the sh- everything whether youtube or on the podcast yeah don't worry about that yeah. <laughs> well it comes with a workbook and uh and a video and um it's about 45 minutes so it's really wow really interesting to go through it it has some that, of these components in it that is a lot of depth i have to yes. I have to thank you for that one is that you know a lot of a lot of people's freebies are great um, you know, I don't really have anyone on who, who's, you know, the free resource is, is poorer in any way, but, but that, you know, is a, is a huge amount, uh, to, uh, it's a very big gift to give away. So thank you for that. Uh, my te- You're welcome. <laughs> I will take a very deep look at that myself. <laughs> um, so what then is one question I should have asked you that would have been great value to the audience? Um, one of the things I talk about as well is is mindset, but I also talk about uh, spirit set. Yes, I did notice that, of course, in your bio, and it's something I did want to ask you about. <laughs> so How does one I, set I, their spirit? Yeah. So I don't believe that we're a you know a physical body having. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, I don't believe that we're this physical body having some kind of spiritual experience uh, from time to time. 
I believe that we're a, a spiritual being having a physical experience. And whatever you call it, if you call it spirit, soul, or whether you call it plasma, doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> There's something going on inside us because we, we are energy. We're basically a mass of energy. And science today is beginning to measure that energy that goes on in our neurons and in our brain. And they're putting that together with chemical analysis of how that affects the physical body. And uh, it's quite an interesting um, study to do. And so there's just something that's bigger than, that's bigger than us. There are um, laws around us. I like talking about what I call universal laws, mm -hmm. such as the law of reciprocity. Everybody knows that one is that when you're giving, when you're serving, when you're giving more value than you're getting, then it's going to come back to you in unprecedented ways, unexpected ways. And so these I call universal laws or spiritual laws, and they're, they're all around us, and that's part of the success. Like what I was talking about, about remembering the future and then getting emotionally involved in it, while I also lead people to begin to declare that, because we become what we think about, which is another universal law. Right. The, as a man thinketh. The, the old yeah, exactly. Classic, yeah. The old <laughs> classic. Okay. Yeah. The, as you said, the, the spirit setting is, is fascinating stuff. Uh, I mean, uh, I, I'm a fan of Joe Dispenza's work because he, you know, is, is a neurologist and examining, as I said, down to the, the neuron basis and down to the DNA yep. of how you can change your oh, DNA yes. profile of what fires and what is down-regulated to... Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it absolutely brilliant. From, his work. Hmm? Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, his work is absolutely brilliant. It's fabulous stuff, yeah. But I, as you said, it's, it's, it's that idea of taking the mind and letting it lead uh, us away from from uh, biology is not biography necessarily. <laughs> exactly. Well, one of my team members in a group that we're working with, because now we're, um, I'm with a team now, we're starting to work with nonprofits to right. help them during these COVID days. So we help them to produce events to bring in funds, uh, direly, you know, funds that are really needed. And uh, so one of the, um, one of my team members, she talked about the story of how that, uh, in the financial crisis, she lost everything. She lost her business, her revenue, and, and she just started to sink down and down and down in her thoughts. It all started in her thoughts, but then it translated into um, a paralysis type of um, disease in her joints oh. and some type of arthritis. I mean, she had to be carried to her car at times. And in her she saw that it was all being produced by mindset mm. because she was sinking down into fears, uh, remembering the past and then creating an irrational future mm. in Manifesting fears. Manifesting the, the trauma. Yeah. 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 And so that affected her whole body. And then, then her, her remedy coming out of that was to change her mindset. That's where it starts. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh... It's remarkable stuff. I wish I could talk all day with you about this. <laughs> sure. And maybe we I will. Um, but uh, yes, we better pause yes, the interview there. But, uh, fantastic stuff. Thank you very much, John. Thanks and for having I'll, me on. I'll put that link uh, beneath the YouTube video and beneath the, the, the blog and uh, the podcast. And I strongly recommend for everyone to 
to check it out. As I said, that's fantastic stuff. But Excellent. fantastic talking to you today, John. Thank you so much. Great talking to you too, Al. Cheers. Take care.